Greetings and welcome to this Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey and I am your host for this podcast series, offering openness and caring through the gifts of listening hospitality. I invite you to join me as we explore diverse topics for consideration in enriching the quality of your life. Power for Positive Living and Friendship. Most of us tend to take many circumstances in our daily lives for granted. We experience certain assets or liabilities, environments, people, and behaviors as being such a normal part of our lives that we do not recognize how much they are a factor in the choices that you and I make. There definitely are advantages of accepting aspects of our lives as being normal or typical. We can create them into habits. Habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors allow us to operate on automatic. We can live our lives using these habits to make choices quickly and without using numerous resources, such as time, to decide what is the best path forward for each of us. We know that habits and habitual thoughts or behaviors can be an asset. Usually they become a liability when we forget that we are the ones who created the habit and we still retain the power to make changes if and when they may become necessary. Feeling helpless with what we have created within ourselves usually creates negative thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. Recently, my home had both electric and water service interrupted. After years of having both water and electricity available to me 24 hours a day and seven days a week, I had become acclimated to having these services as part of my life, normal, steady path. When I turned on a switch and there is no electric power or turn on a faucet and there is no water, I realized that my life is not operating in a normal manner. I need to make adjustments. I need to find a new way of handling this situation. I need to adjust my attitudes and my behaviors toward the absence of electric power and water. Each of us finds our own personal path of responding to this type of deprivation. Some verbalize anger. Some go into a problem-solving mode to determine the source of the outage or ways to manage the circumstances. Some seek to calm their mind with positive thoughts. Some ventilate our frustration to family and friends. Some may even decide that taking a nap may be the best way to handle this particular situation. There really is no one way for everyone to handle this type of circumstance. We each choose to handle deprivations in our own personal way. Like so many people, I tell myself that when the water and electric services are restored, that I shall be forever appreciative and shall not ever ignore their value and presence in my life again. Like so many of our human behaviors, thoughts, and feelings, 
I soon find myself back into the habitual behavior of expecting electric power whenever I flip on a switch or the arrival of water when I turn on a faucet. Habits and habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors are most difficult to change. It seems to take the deprivation of expected outcomes for us to confront the roles that our habits play in how we decide to live our individual lives. Doing without an expected outcome can be a deprivation that may have a positive or a negative outcome for our life journey. The question I ask myself is, what can I learn when I experience any type of deprivation? How can I use this knowledge to appreciate the role and power I have given this habituation in my life? Is it best for my health to resume the habit, or is it time to consider options that may result in modification or change to some degree? While this may seem a bit overboard for appreciating water and electric service, these types of questions can be most helpful as we question the numerous other habituations you and I have structured for our own life. Most of us routinely value basic services like water and electric service, so little attention on their role in our lives is usually our choice. Our personal power of wellness psychology comes when we recall that we have built these habits and we can often use the deprivation period to explore and consider whether the habits remain helpful or whether these habits now need some degree of change. Each life path has been built with many expectations that may be physical, emotional, social, or spiritual in nature. Whenever our journey brings us to a point where we are deprived of our norm, we are fortunate as humans to have the power to decide whether we seek a restitution of the habitual situation or whether deprivation allows us the opportunity to make changes. Many examples come to mind. What happens when illness prevents me from the norm of visiting in person with family and friends? After decades of valuing human-to-human -human touch by shaking hands or exchanging hugs, a period of deprivation gives me a chance to evaluate the role that these behaviors play in my life. Usually, this type of deprivation involves the emotional highs I feel when with others. My body responds positively to the warmth and stimulation of human touch. I recall that verbal pastiming is an activity that is positive for my social skills as they are used in the giving and receiving chit-chat with other people. My spiritual connection reminds me of how blessed I am to have such wonderful and special people in my life. Deprivation allows me to recall the relationships that I have built for myself as I have lived life. I know that my choices in creating, maintaining, and valuing these types of human interactions are positive and healthy for me. Deprivation teaches me that this type of choice is one that I seek to restore and maintain when the period of actual deprivation ends. I personally believe that each deprivation that you and I experience provides the same opportunity for us to value and to evaluate 
whether this life habit is to be continued or modified. While it is definitely easier to return to the habitual manner when a deprivation ends, I strive to remind myself that this is not always the best path for me. Easier is not necessarily the healthiest path for an individual to choose. What are possibilities for each person to decide when some type of negative situation takes place? What if I were to find that my current income is not sufficient to meet my financial needs? In my younger years, I gave myself the option of seeking additional income by adding what is now called a side hustle. I could get a part-time job to provide the income that I needed. During my senior years, I had the opportunity to relearn the management of this type of situation when some degree of financial deprivation arrives. My physical skills and abilities have definitely changed and become more limited as the birthdays passed. My interests have also changed. What expenditures are more optional for me now than five or ten years ago? How do I decide to manage the perceptions that potential employers have of old folks who do not like to change or tend to be more ill than people who are younger? Do I give myself permission to consider doing some type of activity or employment that I have never considered as a possibility before today? How would I choose to handle a habit of expecting others to agree with my viewpoints? If I have strong political viewpoints and wish to share them with other people, how do I handle the expectation of others agreeing with me? Knowing that I tend to feel more comfortable when others agree with my viewpoints, how would I choose to confront and manage myself when I am deprived of this agreement? Do I use this observation to consider different behaviors for myself? Or do I do what I may have done before, which is push my viewpoints even stronger? When I do not get approval from another, what is my habitual behavior? Does it work well for me? Is it time to consider a change after this period of deprivation of approval from another? We can easily agree that the presence of water and electric service is a positive, and our response to a period of deprivation will probably be similar. Other deprivations that each of us do experience at some time can teach us many and varied things about our habituation choices that we make for ourselves. One might say that the questioning of our habitual thoughts, feelings, and behaviors can be a positive habit for many of us to consider. It is doubtful that any of us will go through a life without some presence of deprivation. My encouragement to you is to learn whatever these experiences can teach you about the life choices that you have made and continue to make. This is your friend and host, James Huey. Thanks for listening to me on these podcasts as I share viewpoints from my own experiences with wellness psychology. These are my gifts to you, my listeners. Please join me next time as we continue to explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life. As your friend and host, I always encourage you to value and nurture yourself as the unique individual that I believe you are. Until next we meet, I remain committed to 
power for positive living and friendship. Good day.